If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. Well, 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 well. Well, what? We have a very special returning guest. <laughs> our dear friend, Connor Bean, back in the studio. Yes. Welcome back, baby. Thank you. Thank you for having me in your home. This Irish to the show. Irish to the show. <laughs> yes. Our Irish correspondent, whenever the girls have a cast trip there, <clears throat> yeah. most, most recently New Jersey. Yeah, we need a third Irish... Housewives cast trip. That would be iconic. Yeah. I wonder who. Mm. Some I, Potomac over there. I kind of feel like New Roni will be into it because Bryn could be like, I'm half Irish. Mm. I think scenes of Bryn trying to like flirt with young, hot Irish guys would be good TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get her in the pub. Get her in the pub. Uh, well, she follows me. I'm going to DM her. Uh, get her in the George. <laughs> I would love that. I think I would be so excited if Bryn came to the George. Sadly, we have no... Irish specific content this week, but I'm sure you'll still <laughs> rise to the occasion. I'll offer an Irish perspective. It's fine. <laughs> you'll offer the Irish perspective. Great. Okay, Brendan, what what's in the news? So major news mm. struck this week on the heels, or not even the heels, before the final installment of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion happened. Yeah, it was announced that Monica is departing the show after one season. Wow. And I just want to get to what Andy said on his Sirius XM show, Andy Cohen Live. I don't Ooh. know if you've heard of it. You certainly have. Um, uh, <laughs> heard of it. He said, the news is out that we are going to have a cooling off period. The new pause. Durindian. Yes. He continued, I think the reunion is the chance to come out and say why you did what you did on the season. It's the Supreme Court of Public Opinion. Mm, yes, and so Monica so. had the opportunity not only to explain herself to the audience, but way more importantly, in this case, to the other women. Mm. And I don't think she successfully swayed any of them to her side. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're going to talk about the reunion episode during that uh, conversation. But I don't know, like 
I, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that this went from she's fired to now it's more of a, a cooling off period. A cooling off period. Well, let's cool her off. You know what's a really cool place? Scotland. <laughs> oh, let's get her on the trader season. Traders, traders, yeah. Traders. Oh my god, yes. No, she's born for trader season three. Uh, even like, I would love a a rugged one and done season. Sure, like but that's, rugged villains season. Rugged one and done. I get the concept, and I'm rooting for you and it. But like, the <laughs> point of television is to get ratings. So like, if these women were one and done, yeah. like we're not going to bring in the ratings. Unfortunately, with Jules Weinstein, <laughs> I think villains you could do Danielle Staub, Kenya Moore. <clears throat> You know, Monica, people like a mix. Kenya of, Moore would never sign up for villains. Yeah, the, true. The problem true. with villains is who's you, a, who'd want to be labeled that. Well, not not so much that, but the the individual ruggets need villains, so we can't kind of like waste all our villainry true in one go and then like play patty cake the next season. We can't do House of. Well, you could do <laughs> Ultimate Girls Trip. Bad mm. girls trip. Mm, and the it's bad like, girls. And it's kind of like women from the franchise who've been the villain or mm-hmm. the bad girl. And then you could have tiers of ones who are actually kind of likable and would be a point of view character. And then, yeah. I don't know. I, I also feel like they probably just want to leave the door open for her to actually come back if things change or mm. if they have a flop season without her and they yeah. want to bring her back. Like, And I wasn't even that big on Monica, but like, it could be a bit of a dud to not have her. I mean, I don't know. The girls, as much as they're crying about like how much she's traumatized them, could be running to her crying, to begging her to come <laughs> back. out of a job. Yeah. After they have a bad season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My only advice to Monica is do not go running to Bethany. Don't go to Bethany. And then like, I didn't even watch the season. What did you do with that? And maybe let's stay away from like family therapy shows. Mm. Are they, those even still on? I, feel I like don't I know. Seen... See, this is the thing. Like, if she's if she's smart, or whoever's in her corner is smart. If she has an agent or whatever, they'll tell her, "Okay, let's stay in NBCU's pocket and just do their stuff." Like, you could do House of Villains on E because at least it's NBCU adjacent. Mm-hmm. Mm. But don't be run into other networks or Bethany's. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Well, LD thinks that she's going to star in a major motion picture. An Oscar incoming. What did she say? Bookmark this? Yeah. Bookmark this. I, I bookmarked. I should say to Louis Staples is a, um, mm. a British journalist who's done a lot of great writing on Housewives in the last couple of years, particularly in the last year. It's some great exclusive. And he also just, founded the store Staples. Heir <laughs> to the Staples. Which they don't even have in the UK. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Um, but he has a piece with the cut slash New York Mag yeah. with Monica. Got the scoop. He got like the exclusive interview and the most interesting. Well, there's a lot of good stuff that you should go and read, but I thought it was fascinating because when they spoke, it wasn't confirmed or clear that she wasn't coming back. And mm. they, he asked her, well, do you see yourself like I'm paraphrasing, but like, is you coming back or not coming back up to you? And she's like, it's up to production and the rest of the cast, I would imagine. Okay. She was clearly dying to come back again. Yeah. So it's worth reading. Cause she, I think she feels she didn't get her side across in the reunion for whatever reason. So it's interesting reading her perspective, especially knowing we may not hear much from her now. Yeah. yeah. And we'll go deeper into the reunion when we uh, cover yeah. that a yeah. little later in the episode. But I mean, this was the biggest news story of the week. Mm. 
Um, on to the second biggest oh. mo- news story of the week. The weekly Alexis Bellino update? Uh, <laughs> Barbara Kennedy. Here's your Bellino update. <laughs> your Bellino bites. So according <laughs> to several sources, she's officially joining RHOC as a friend of. Mm. So the 46-year-old mother of three. <laughs> wow, she's not that much older than Up here. <laughs> yeah. Um, who made her debut as an Orange County Housewife in season five will return as a friend of the Housewives for season 18. A source close to production confirms to people. TMZ was the first to report the news. Bravo does not comment on casting, and a rep for Bellino did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment, but another insider tells people that Bellino's connections to the cast has made her return easy, even after over a decade away. And I will say, there was um, somebody on the ground in OC who posted Mm. a photo. So when I followed Jonathan, his friend, I don't know if his his name is Ballard Burned, but uh, saw... Heather, Emily, Emily. I I always think like Gina's Emily and Emily Gina, okay. <laughs> and Alexis Bellino holding martini glasses, dining together. Yes, and some of the girls were doubting yesterday online, mm. wondering why Alexis had a ring on, and I oh. had to do a little bit of a deep dive into Alexis's. Um, ring catalog ring catalog also watch catalog also purse catalog to make sure that all things fit and I am 99% sure that that is a photo of Alexis also the hair is very the much the same the hair yes it's Bellinian uh, I'm gonna go to the salon and ask for a Bellino <laughs> a Bellino blowout Connor are you are you an OC girl I mean I watched I've watched OC for about what season do we just have 16, 17. Were, like, were, like, were you listening when I was talking? We're, we're closing it. Oh, I'm doing like, the, be nice <laughs> to our guests. I'm doing the ma- I'm trying to do the numbers and when I started watching, that's why I asked again for the number. Yeah. I've been watching since like whatever the season they went to Ireland was my first season. Oh my God, really? That was your first? I have, I'm actually a bit of a flop. I have Representation matters. I have, I have watched the first like 10, 11 They pulled you the in when they came to the hometown. It was also around the time that I started watching all the shows weekly because sure. I could watch them weekly because hey, it was available so easier. So like that was my first OC season. So I watch it when it airs every mm-hmm. season, but I don't know the lore as much as you guys would. Yeah, I know that, Alexis, that's post Alexis Bellino. Yes, so I know the significance of her to the show, but I've actually never watched her on the show. Yeah. What does the term Jesus drugs mean to you? <laughs> it's a reference to her boobs, right? Yeah. Tamara called her that. Her boobs. I know some of the little. Yeah, the bits. bits and pieces. Well, I mean, when she and Gretchen joined, that's kind of like when Housewives got its, like, the factions. Yeah, so Tamara joined season three, Gretchen was four, and then Bellino was, was five. five. And she did three seasons, you said? Five, six, seven, eight, four. I think she did three, at least. Definitely three. Maybe four. So she yeah. did five, six, seven, did she leave for eight? No, because Heather started in, what, nine? Or no, she left tonight. I'm so confused. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't but know. But Lex has had like has had a solid run on the show. She had a solid run, and when she left, it was like time for a break anyway. Mm-hmm. But like she's lived a life since she's left. She divorced. She was Got- engaged. She ended the engagement. Now she's with John Jansen. And obviously, the John thing is a huge hook to have her back. But also, she has a trans child as well as Heather Dubrow. And she's been quite supportive of her. Uh, yes. Right? And yeah. which is like such a 
contrast. A disconnect from like the Alexis Bellino we originally knew. Right. Um, so that will be interesting to like see that whole evolution. And uh, I know maybe maybe other people know this instantly, but it's Gretchen who did the rugged season we haven't seen yet. Yes, so correct. Morocco. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which so I- they've been obviously been circling both of them in some some degree. Yeah, and they were both at BravoCon. They like presented to Vicky oh, at I the remember Bravo. That. Yes. The lifetime achievement. Uh, Alexis did do a, a cameo via Below Deck. Oh, via Emily. Emily like a season or two ago. I remember it, that and thinking, oh, is this like the return return? Yeah. And Alexis was also the charter guest on a... See, I know we don't do Below Deck no. here, but she was a guest on Below Deck. Yeah. So like she's kind of been Bravo adjacent for a while. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. sure they've... I, I think the minute this John thing happened, their antenna went up. And particularly because Shannon's in such a volatile place. Mm. Well, and then the dolls are saying like, is the thing between her and John fake? Is John being a creep weirdo to get back on the show like what's going on here? what was that show that bravo had and then it moved to like usa and now it's on dirty john or dear john oh dirty john Um, it's like another dirty john (laughs) is john is john johnson the dirty Dirty john John did happen in the oc yeah so there you go uh (laughs) i mean i think it's announced as friend of but i don't think that's set in stone i think things have changed because not this is number one, not an official announcement. This is like a TMZ announcement. Yeah, and so I think like there is potential if she films enough and if they find her interesting enough, yeah. then she would potentially be bumped up. The one thing that I a reason why she might not want to is to not put her family under a ton of scrutiny. Yeah, and also if you're away from the show that long, you might actually feel like friend of is less of a commitment and you're more willing to give it a try. And like from both, from their point of view, the network, they can go, we're just going to do this much and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And she can be like, I actually hate being back in the mix and I don't want to do too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you say, it always, it's the friend I think seem the hook really seems to be, you don't have to show as much of your personal life, which is mm-hmm. probably a boon, but like, I, it seems crazy to bring her back with the potential fallout with Shannon and not have her yeah. be around a lot. But then in the era of Miami, friend of is pretty full-time. There's no rules when, when it comes to Miami. Because, like, Marisol's now doing scenes by herself. Yeah. and family scenes. The ghost hunter and Adriana's Lisa like... Barlow's son is somehow living with Marisol. <laughs> <laughs> Jack went to live with Marisol. He loves Miami. That's he goes every year. We love it there. <laughs> okay, so in other news... Oh, there's more news. In non-casting news, mm. so Stassi Schroeder... Oh. Oh God. was on Jeff Lewis Live yesterday. Oh, and she was. the conversation around, he was, so obviously I listened to that show. Yeah. And he was doing a lot of asking about Vanderpump Rules and like talking about like how it would be so good for Stassi's career to like be on the Valley or whatever. Um, and so they got to talking about that and Stassi revealed basically why she's not in the Valley. And she said, well, she was, she revealed that she was asked. Well, yeah, I was getting to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, she said, it's not Bravo's fault. Um, she said, once this idea was brought up and they were like, okay, we're going to film a sizzle reel with all the people that would be on it, every fiber of my being voted no. Mm. So we're not going to be seeing Stassi on reality TV in a bit, I don't think. Yeah. I feel like the door's not necessarily closed for her, not that I'm like clamoring for her to be back, but I think there was like some response online being like, oh, she's never going to come back. But I feel like part of it could be maybe she wants to see like how popular this is. 
she on the show went on to basically say that like it just she doesn't want to be doing anything that seems inauthentic to like how her life currently is mm. so like she was basically implying that she's not the person going out and getting like blackout drunk at the bars like the rest of the folks kind of are going out every night like she lives a certain way but that's not that that does not seem to be what the premise of the valley is right but also like it's like people like adulting for the first time i mean yeah but also bad. with Jax and Kristen in the picture, that is going to be what the Valley is. Let's mm. be real. Yeah. I mean, right now we only have the teaser. We we have, we don't that have a proper trailer. Teaser where Brittany was laughing the whole time. She's meant to be doing the line of, Jax, you need to get in that. And she's laughing. I'm like, you're meant to be angry. What's your motivation The scene? It's An actress. An actress. I mean, also it could just be something as simple as, they couldn't afford her. Mm, the money's not right. Like baby. I'm not a Stassi fan at all. I wasn't even really a fan when she was on the show. Mm. I don't miss her on Pump Reels at all. But the reality is, she's still very popular. She goes on tour. She has Patreon and podcasts and mm-hmm. ad deals and books. And I would wager she's probably going to ask for a lot more money than Jax mm. or Kristen. And then obviously these kind of relative unknowns that have been cast as well. Oh, they're so getting like I, the I'm the sure thirty k fee. Well, yeah. no, what she said on the show was that she's friendly with those people, or she was friendly with those people, and like she kind of grew apart from all of them. Oh, yeah, but if they honked up a huge old fee, I'm sure she'd be like, oh, let me get a little wasted. Like I don't know. Well, Maybe. I mean, you're right. Probably it probably has to be like, is this right for me? I'm sure there's a lot of factors. I don't know. I, I also I think she's like I think like we're underestimating her income. I think she yeah, has I a lot just coming well. in. Yeah. That, but that's why I, I reckon if Bravo were saying we'll give you this, she'd be like, okay. I'm sure it's financial as well. Anyway, will I watch the Valley? Probably not. Mm. You'll just guys, listen to us talk about it. Probably. I mean, are you guys gonna watch it and cover it? Uh, I, I feel like it's gonna be like, uh, how is this feeling? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it maybe could end up being good, yeah. question mark. Yeah, we'll see. When does it air? April? Oh, there's no... It's just spring. Is it even spring or is it just 2024? I think it might be, say spring 2024. You would think with all the heat around pump rules, mm. they'd have a day for that so that people could... It'll overlap it, for th- sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to probably like... Wasn't there a story a that they're doing some kind of setup with the first episode? reminiscent of Beverly Hills and Pump Rules where there'll be a scene that bleeds into the next. I bet you that mm. someone said that do. last week, didn't they? A producer well, because Jack's that? filmed for Pump as yeah. well. Jack, some producer said that, that, I think. What do they call that? A backdoor pilot? Kind of, mm. yeah. I need to go back and watch Pump Rules season one on streaming properly because my memory is they don't have that whole Beverly Hills setup. They don't. They don't. So it's just funny. Those kind of hooks work on live TV, but really in streaming era, you can't really do that. Yeah. Like my revelation this week that Watch Happens Live is bundled with <laughs> the Housewives episode As the on live TV. Are rolling, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> Which is also annoying because it screws up, at least on YouTube TV, it like screws up the recording if you're not able to watch like something live. You have to like wait weirdly. Um. Yeah. Like an extra half hour. Or like something. it'll like redo the recording for like for example, Beverly Hills. And if I come home late, so I'll only be able to see Beverly Hills, but then won't record Watch Weapons Live till like the middle of the night because it doesn't re-air that immediately after. Okay. Wow. Uh, is there any other news? Um, not unless you have some. No, baby. Uh, I think the news are, are five shows we have to talk about this week. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, Brennan. We're keeping you up? <laughs> All right, Potomac, Potomac, Potomac. Connor, 
How, how, how have you been keeping up with Potomac? Oh, no, I, I watch it every week. Yeah. Don't get me no, wrong. No, I think a lot of people have fallen off really? this season. Yeah. No, I still have the habit of watching it. And like a weak Potomac season is still watchable, but it still felt like a weak season. And the first really weak season they've had, I, I don't want to say ever because the early days were a bit slow, but really ever since it got really good. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there was a really solid few years of Potomac and this has yeah. been the first. Well, last year we were on like the downward trajectory maybe. Yeah, but last year still had a little bit of urgency to it. This one has felt a bit baggy. Like, they're just kind of rehashing old beef. and Which is funny, because Karen and Giselle are better than ever. Mm -hmm. But everything else feels very, like, rehashed. Yeah. And nobody's moving on. Yeah, it's it's strange. I mean, honestly, overall, if Karen wasn't doing what she's doing this season, I think I might have nearly stopped watching, because she's just... She's mm, saving it. She's just on a different level this year. Well, not only do we have Karen this week, but we have Raven Huger, mm-hmm. who is a character in her own right. I mean, well. star <laughs> quality. Yes. And it's so strange because like we like gently knew her from the beginning, but number one, she was younger. And number two, there wasn't much of a focus on the Huger kids when the show started, right? And then she went away. And then and she went she's away. She's an adult as well, so it's a different vibe. But but when when the show started, I think she was probably still in high school or, yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like she pops off the page, unlike ninety percent of the children of Housewives. I think when that's your mom, you've no option but to pop off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she would succeed in her summer house setting. Oh my god. I mean, she's a New York girl now. Yeah. Get so her in. Very Put good on Martha's easily. Vineyard because I actually watched that. I don't watch regular summer house. Oh, that's so interesting. A, a rare Martha only well, viewer. I think Summer House original, there's so many seasons that I'm like a bit daunted by it. Mm. And I'm, it's never really grabbed my interest. But Martha's Vineyard was like, start at the beginning. And I also just, I don't know. I was like, oh, Martha's Vineyard, I'm interested in the history of this. So like that was kind of the yeah. one for me. You were like, to Martha. To, to Martha. Martha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how they got me. All right, so we get matching Shirley Manson garbage tattoos. Thank you. I thought that was just me that noticed that. <laughs> it was just you. He was quoting I it, you. I put that in the group chat because the G, the G that Karen got is very like a G that the band Garbage used for its logo for years. Yeah. yeah. So, to the point where I'm like, Whatever tattoo book they had in that place, they must have seen. You know, like you go, like they use existing designs all yeah. the time. I was like, not Karen being like a '90s Britpop fan. Now, why do they get G's again? Wait, I thought only Karen got a G. And Karen got a G. Oh. I thought Raven got something else. Oh, okay. I think she did. Is why did Karen G... for Grandon? No, no. Is G her maiden name initial? Something to do with her family. Oh, okay. Because isn't like on Twitter, isn't she like Karen G. Huger? Oh, I never noticed that. Maybe not. Okay. I would love if she got GD for Grandam. She's the goddamn god Grandam. She's waiting for the G to heal, and then she'll go back and get the D. But I think I think Raven might have gotten something else, but also another letter. Okay. And it's like, Raven's not gone. We're going to have a mentoring session (laughs) with Grace Bryant. Over breakfast. Over breakfast. The confidence that Raven showed in this scene, I was just like, just so proud of her. (laughs) 
You're proud because you're like a summer house devotee and you want desperately want more people I, to summer house. I would love, I would love for her to end up there. Your dream job is to be a, a field producer on summer house. Mm. I don't know if like field producer Who's is the, the life for me. I'm Who's more, I'm more C-suite <laughs> than field producer. Oh, shut up. What C-suite? The edit suite? It's like executive. It's like Andy Cohen. C-suite. <laughs> Who's the guy on Summer House that you're like obsessed with? Kyle. Mm. The blonde guy with the weird hair glow. King. I know. I w- you couldn't work on that show because he'd be too busy swooning over I, Yeah, I w- he'd have a bone the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be like, like swoon. You're like erection. You know, I'm an erection. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I I do. I mean, I love Grace as well. I think Grace of like the three, uh, um, Bryant children is like usually the one who's most excited to be on camera. She's probably a little bit older and able to like, yeah, get yeah. her head around it. And it's like, yeah, Grace is obviously like she's nervous to go to college. We're d- dealing with two different age ranges here. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Four years apart, probably. At least. Yeah. 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 Raven sitting there with her little glasses. It's cute. She's so cute. <laughs> I love. Like, what a sweetheart she is. Okay, we finally take a break with the shrines with Neca, and we're hanging out with her and her sister. Yeah, that was which interesting. Was like, and uh, like we should have done this like ten episodes ago. Yeah. Um. It was interesting. They were furniture shopping, and it felt like they don't usually give champagne to their customers mm. because the glasses they use seem to be for sale and not just like what they would have. <laughs> like you could see, I think you could see a price tag stuff. on one of them. Oh my <laughs> God, that's funny. Try to clean these to hand them over. Mm. The furniture did not strike me as very nice. Yeah. That's just me. Uh, like very like weird hotel lobby furniture. Very. We, we have a uh, Candace planning this mother's day brunch. Working on the guest list. Obviously no Jizzy. Yeah. And then she invites Robin, who doesn't want to come until they have like a sit down. A sit down. But I suppose it was nice in theory that she was like, come here anyway and we'll yeah. figure it out. And she invites Ashley and Miss Sheila. Her being like, I just love Sheila. I was like, that's so funny. She wants the mom there. That's why she did it. <laughs> Ashley did something shady online. She sure did. She posted some little video of her and Sheila at that Mother's Day event, like tasting one of the desserts. And it was like, Ashley was like pretending that it was good, but like in a way that it was obvious that she didn't think that. And like Sheila was like, this is bad. It was like very not nice. Well, no, oh. but it was, but they were doing that to record the voices going on in the background. Yeah. Like Candace was kind of like talking shit about Wendy a little bit. Yeah. In that. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley is such a little troll. <laughs> people always call for firings of people and Ashley seems to always miss the I'm not calling target. for Ashley's f- firing. Are you calling? No, but you No, right, but I'm saying like every Housewives fans right now are obsessed We're with fire. Like, they're obsessed with like they think they're in the C-suite. They think that they're in the C-suite <laughs> making the decisions like casting. Like, Can you call this what should happen? Uh, we should. It's become like so far C down Connor. the line. Oh my God. Sorry, I'm going to get a C. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You were saying. Oh my no, God. No, it's okay. Okay. So Wendy can't attend because she has a pre-scheduled book event. So her book got a paperback release. That was my takeaway. Yeah. Don't all like, books? But most books. Yeah, but it, like, it sounds like there was a bit of a push around a paperback release, so it's obviously done well. Uh, I think 
when this is a self-funded launch. So when the girls release in paperback, that's when it's like, oh, let's give it another go. Yeah. During like I haven't book seen tour it. part two. I haven't seen it on my bookshop travels and I've been in a lot this week. Mm. I haven't seen any Harry They didn't Harry's have that book. in Blue Stockings. No, I didn't <laughs> Tears see. Tears of my mother. But I didn't see Heather Gay and Barnes and Noble like I did last time. So I'm like, where are they? Yeah. I saw I... Jackie Goldschneider and Barnes and Noble. Oh, Half that's off. nice. You should have picked it up. I actually kind of wish I did. I might go back. Mm. I kind of like want to know which books from Housewives are actually like I want a chart of mm. like who's doing well like a yeah. pop crave diva chart yeah exactly <laughs> I'd say Heather probably did quite well uh, I Leah's I haven't seen a paperback of which makes me think it didn't do well okay I think Porsche we have a hardcover here somewhere of Leah's. it's over there because yeah. it's in my eye <laughs> um, Porsche's I think did quite well okay I've seen a paperback of Porsche's who else uh, I mean there's been, I mean, Brandy, we forget, but Brandy had a bunch of books that did well. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. text my drunken text or whatever it's called. <laughs> I feel like she's probably like one of the last ones who actually did well, well. Yeah, well, because I think there was a period where it was a like New York a, Times bestseller, yeah, not just like. It was a novelty, and so you had more of a captive audience. Well, yeah. so many of the girls have like written books, and the release gets fucked up. Lala's book ended up coming out when like. It wasn't airing. It wasn't mm-hmm. filming. And it was during COVID. Jackie's book came out after she was demoted. Uh, I think it's very hard to to run the show alongside a publishing schedule because they're such different beasts. Well, I mean, Heather Gaze came out like while it was like, so like in its biggest flop. Kristen Duties came out right after right, she was canceled. Yeah, then right did they even get, I thought they pulled the release, didn't they? Like pull a book or something? I unfortunately or like received promo. it. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> did you? Did you ever read it? No, I ordered it before <laughs> everything went down. Mm, I would. Who's? I would like to read Wendy's book. I'd like to read mm. Heather's book. There's somebody else who's released one recently. I listened to Dorinda's, Dorinda's book when I was good. on an edible. That's a listen. That's a listen, not a oh, read. She reads it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been a. I mean, we were a part of a Marge book event. I was going to say, yeah. you did. I read that, the Marge one. That was Was good. that for paperback or hardcover? Uh, well, I was, it was the original release, so it was uh, hardcover. hardcover, baby. Okay. There's somebody. Uh, I, there's another big one I'm not. Wasn't there another one in the last few years that was kind of big? Uh, the actual, like, Dave Quinn book was well, a bestseller. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. That was amazing. So, yeah, I mean. I am in, I mean, this is maybe jumping back a little bit in the timeline, but like, even in this episode, Wendy having the meaning about the talk show was so interesting to me because they really love to clown Wendy and how inept she is. But I'm also like, it shouldn't actually be this hard for someone of her background, television broadcaster to launch a podcast or a project, but she's making such a meal out of it. Well, it's not a podcast. It's she wants a broadcast television show. It wouldn't be that hard for her to launch the show in some format, but she has no, she goes about it in such a strange way. I'm like, this shouldn't actually be this complicated. The way she's pitching it is this show does not, she's like, this is a show that does not exist. A show that covers the news, but it's also light and fun and blah, blah. And it's like, it's the view, the view, yeah, and the talk, or yeah. and every, the real Tamron Hall, or every <laughs> like, morning show that has news and celebrity interviews. But like number one, the view, and like Wendy would be a good cast member for the view, but yeah. like they're not going to have her while she's a real housewife. But again, like in this era in particular of video podcasts and podcasting in general, it shouldn't be that hard to. But she doesn't want to position herself as a podcast. It's just bizarre. But like I, just, she wants to be on a 
network, not a network or like some sort of broadcast existing place. She doesn't want to like self start. Like it's to me that strange that it, that whole like sit down was like so bizarre to me. And then, after talking to these people for two seconds, she's like, well, you're hired. I was like, okay. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I did think hired with what budget? Like, it's just, I just went it so, because like, even for example, when Candice like self-released and released an album and then said, now I want to bring on a label to do this and this. Now I need a manager to get my tour. You're like, mm-hmm. I can see the building blocks of the work here. With Wendy, it's like a crazy idea mm. thrown out in the wall. And you're like, this actually shouldn't be this hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like how are, their approach is so bizarre. Kind of because it's probably for the show more than anything, but still. Yeah. She's been throwing a lot of, it's like just also things. weird. We can move on from this in a second, but like, it's also weird because she's already like established as somebody who's a talking head on That's, some of these, I, yeah. like, like on MSNBC, even I think she like goes on Fox news still like explore that. within those yeah. organizations. Yeah. That's what I mean. She actually has quite a good profile and she's been doing that job. Whereas if you were on Housewives and you'd never been a political commentator, you might go, okay, this is going to be hard for you. But she actually has the experience. So I'm like, yeah. do you know how, how the, it's like she doesn't get how it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. The event itself, I got to give Candace credit. One of the chicest events. Great. It looked great. Thank that God. we've ever even seen on Potomac. Yeah, because I feel like there was a real like budget or she put time into it. We went from chicken shit to parfumery. <laughs> And the venue was wild. I've never seen a yeah. venue of that scale in a Potomac event. It was very grand, grand dumb. And Charisse, I gotta say, showed up. She's bringing bone ja- collecting. She's bringing Jacqueline correspondence. <laughs> She's the MSNBC correspondent yeah. of the show. <laughs> She's bringing Ashley confrontation about the divorce, which yeah. I was kind of surprised to learn that, like, oh, we're we're at the end. You just need to sign. Mm. Shady Ashley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Robin Candace sit down, which as a Rob, as a as a Candace lover was not the best moment. It yeah. was nobody's finest hour. The thing about Candace is love her, but we have to just like sit down and realize we're on a TV show and we have to like move along in a way and not get stuck. <laughs> In one place. It was crazy. In this meeting, we're talking about being on a TV show. I know. Which, like, we break fourth wall, but, like, saying the word TV show Mm -hmm. is, like, the next step. Yeah. (laughs) And I do, I'm still thinking about what Ashi said last week about the, you go and say it online, because Candice is still doing that, having these, Mm -hmm. like, grand pronouncements on Twitter, slash X, like, that she's not willing to actually say to their faces on the mm. show. And I'm like, it's hard for us to position you as this, like I'm all about it. I'm a truth teller when actually you spent half your time playing to stand on Twitter. I just, that's where she's really losing me. Mm-hmm. I like her on Twitter when she's like tweeting about other Bravo shows. Yeah. That's like, fun. She's a great she fan. Funny yeah. <laughs> and she is quick witted, but when she's just having these like one offs about stuff that I'm like, save it for the reunion. Like mm. you're ruining your own game here. Yeah. She's famously, always gotten in trouble on Twitter for decades. Yeah, Yeah, you're a a disaster (laughs) on Twitter. (laughs) Centuries of tweeting. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. All right, why don't we kick it over to part three of the Salt Lake City reunion? Wow. Speaking of people who like can't get out of their own way, yeah. Monica, please. We have a quick, like, a quick Meredith and her butter. I love checking in and like the butter being served in the restaurants. Her having somebody film her asking <laughs> to serve the butter. Would you be able to give me my hard-churned butter? Security, I need a butter dish. Uh, Lisa having glam every, every day. single day. How much money does she just spend to exist? That's a lot. I assume glam fee for like regular glam for a day is minimum... A thousand bucks. A thousand bucks. Well, yeah, because you have to. So that's that's like over a quarter million dollars a year. I mean, I'm not an expert on that, but like that fee sounds normal to me. But maybe I wonder if like we do. Does she have someone on retainer? Like light glam and heavy glam. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. can we do like like we're just going to Wendy's today? So, okay. So like think of like an hourly rate for people. So if it's like yeah. just going to Wendy's, like like $500 an hour. Okay. All right. Maybe. But then does she have maybe a glam team on retainer mm-hmm. and she pays them a flat fee and she's like, okay, mm-hmm. Monday this week, I'll need you to stop by for 30 minutes. But then on Tuesday, it's going to be a three hour operation. It's probably more like that. Mm. But it still has to be pretty penny. Pretty penny. Vita. Glam to me, it's like when this is later, but when oh. all the glam started coming out oh of Beverly Hills, I was like, "What the a fuck clown is that?" Actually, <laughs> if I was like, if I was a, a suit, a Bravo, if I see suite, a Bravo, the Connor oh my God, suite. He learned I this term. We, we taught him. The we Connor He's used it like four times. <laughs> I think I would actually make a rule: the glam should only be for interview looks mm. and for getting ready for a really glam event, <laughs> x amount of times per season. Like, Glam. Define so really glam events. I'm, so, I'm getting sick of the glam thing. It's like, mm. no, stop. It's well, your favorite invented it. So, oh, yeah, former, your fav- my former your favorite, favorite your favorite reason. of all time. Uh, I, have, I have denounced Erica Jane on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and then we kind of bid adieu to Mary, 
before she kind of like gives a few more punches to the women. I mean, they finally <laughs> got into her Watch What Happens Live appearance in oh, Seaway. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like it's like okay, she like set like says a bunch of terrible things, and then like everyone's like, okay, Mary, yeah, thank you, Mary, like. Yeah, yeah, like she, yeah, she. We roll the clip of what she said on um, Watch Happens Live, and then she like says some excuse. What I meant was, you look very so, beautiful today. And Lisa Barlow's like, that's so nice, and like all's yeah, forgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. There was so also the like the all of the cast auditioning for SNL with their various impressions mm. of each other. Angie K, comedy queen, who knew? Yeah. Angie K. Angie K. Better than most impressions I've heard. Angie K could host SNL. She could. She should. With musical guest Candice Dell. Yeah, move out of the way, Dakota Johnson, this weekend. Let's get Angie K up there. Oh, it's Dakota this week. Yeah, with, um, is it Justin Timberlake behind the bar or whatever? Not behind the bar. Behind the bar! (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Justin's getting email from his publicist. They're like, it's a little slow in the new single. I can get you behind the bar and watch happens live. <laughs> He's like, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Monica. Monica's version. Monica's version. <laughs> which, not a good version. No. And like, it's like the re-record of style. <laughs> I, oh, oh. In the sunset. <laughs> so, I kind of thought she would be like, slicker than this. She has no game and she cannot land this plane at all. She and I think no this game. has been obvious... For a while now, and Stan Twitter's trying to gas her up, and it's like there's nothing there. How much money did she spend at Kinko's for this burn book? <laughs> okay, the burn book. Uh, I will corny. say I do want to give her credit for timing because it did come oh. it did come out within the release of the Mean Girls musical. She's actually let's start the conspiracy theory that she's been paid by Paramount to covertly yeah. promote R- Renee Rapp. She Rapp's is Rapp. Renee Rapp. <laughs> <laughs> Renee Rapp said I got Rapp an idea. Yeah. Renee Rapp will be good housewife. Because she's so uh, hot. I don't, I don't think that we should. Weird, these weird statements she comes out with, I'm like, it's giving housewives a bit. It's giving Mary. I yeah, care. exactly. <laughs> right. So the burn book, first we have like jokes and like no one's laughing. Not even like the jokes about Andy. The jokes about Andy is stupid. And then we just are printing out the feed. Yeah, which we can see. That was my beef for the two. Yeah, it was just was no. It was just a so, prop. First of all, the jokes were just like reprints from the original burn book from the original Mean Girls movie for the most part. Yeah. Even Andy was. You could tell he was like, "There's nothing here." Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she has said online that there was something in there that exposed one of the women for like wanting to either like submit videos to the reality Vontees too. There was like a compliment or something about the videos from Angie K. That was like a DM. Okay. But they didn't show anything that was like more damning than that. No, I'm talking about after the episode, Mm -hmm. she said like there was something else that was in there that was not aired. Then post it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I know she shouldn't do anything. She should just like, well, if she's point. running her mouth, ma- if she's running her mouth, she should just post oh, yeah, it instead sure, of just sure, like sure. commenting on she it. She did actually say, I just remember this in the Louis Staples interview, that the whole casting email thing, what they showed was not the first well, email she sent. Oh. That that was another email, and that like that was not the initial contact she made. She was like, they represent. Now, I don't particularly believe anything. Then, like said. I said, post it. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, all right, we'll run up that receipt, Miss Thing. Put that in the book. But but speaking of that. When she says, oh, I told production during the final interview that, like, I have this account. And he was like, no, you didn't. 
Because that then, like was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, because I just felt like she doesn't she doesn't know how to play the game at all. Yeah, you, you don't bite the hand. And also, they wouldn't have let the Andy Cohen. <laughs> they would have. They have booted people off who had already filmed episodes for less. They're mm-hmm. not going to keep you around and be like, "Oh yeah, you can reveal this at the end." No. Okay. And then when we get to the stalking of Jen and the driving and around, the hacking of cameras. And the hacking of cameras. Not even hacking of cameras. She well, had... it's her camera that yeah, she set up. Yeah, but like... <laughs> oh, the, the, I mean, the stalking... Okay, I think those need to be discussed separately because the yeah. stalking was like... She's like, no, I wasn't stalking. And then they air like three different videos of me like, all and right, the girls, music time, to go, time to go stalking. <laughs> <laughs> beep, boop, bop, bop, let's and go. the FBI wanted her to go to Jen's house to check that she <laughs> wasn't that... drinking and driving. I was dying at Whitney being like, just literally corvusing, being like, the FBI called her. I don't really believe that. <laughs> we have a mission, should you choose to accept it, <laughs> to make sure Jen Shaw is not drunk driving. And also like, okay, she's drunk driving. Uh, misdemeanor like we have felonies she's being charged with like why are we trying to like tack on a misdemeanor that's like not a slam dunk to prove to begin with anyway yeah also we know that don't we know for a fact that Jen Shaw loved to take an Uber when she was drunk remember that bitch sesh with the Uber driver (laughs) that doesn't yeah it was bizarre um uh Angie K was cackling over the FBI stuff. <laughs> I love a girl with a sense of humor. Uh, Angie K, who knew? <laughs> it's actually, it's, you know what? The fact that like, she was like the first friend that we were not standing. Mm-hmm. Gave her the strength <laughs> and the, and the space to succeed. It's like the opposite and of the like how Tinkerbell like gets stronger when you clap. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys kind Angie, of don't stand, they, if you don't Angie K gets friend. stronger when you boo. <laughs> Your lack of standing carries me through. No, but we're, like we were so busy standing. Angie H. H. That the K just rose to the top. And you want to know what I say about the H? There is a room on this cast. There's, I was oh, say, there's a lot of room. Back. Yeah. <laughs> bring her back. Uh, okay, I think before we get to like the future, the one last thing is Black Eye. Yes. Which, as much as like Monica flopped, like to me this was a Heather flop. I was sitting here mortified watching Heather flop, 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 flop like a fish, but for some reason, everyone swooped in to like recuperate her they were all on her side even uh, it was in a way i thought oh this there is a friendship here they have her back but also it felt very forgiving of someone who had really like even least like i was so mad at heather i'm like you could still be mad at her if you wanted to the jen thing i don't know they're probably egging this on for the show but like the jen stuff seems to have shaken them all so much that they're only able to talk a bit now like all of them have this weird ptsd with jen so that seems to have colored their take on this, which I find bizarre. I mean, listen, Monica exhibited a lot of loser behavior. At the end of the day, she was a huge fan of the show and wanted to be in the orbit of this celebrity in Salt Lake City, was able to get in the show, but like, Obviously, what Jen Shaw did is like 
leagues and bounds worse than what Monica did. Oh, yeah. Of and course. we're like equating it. Of course. And then even what Heather did, none of them are like appreciating like what Heather did is actually worse than what Monica did. Uh, we need to stop there because Monica was stalking. Monica had cameras looking in somebody's house, well, no, which no, was no. also weirdo behavior. Okay, no, Not, no. Beyond weirdo behavior. That's oh, like creep. Oh, no, no. But, but in terms of Day what fans. affects them, like that, sure. like she's like fucking with production, which like could like jeopardize this whole show to begin with. I know, and the fact that like Andy was reprimanding her, but then like the fact that she was on Watch What Happens Live that night, mm, and yeah. like everyone forgave her by the end of the thing, and they were having dark and stormies was like, I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't think I uh, I don't think Heather's like a villain or like should like be like chastised but like i think everything feels a little uneven even yeah. them pulling that san diego footage with the unintelligible audio and <gasps> heather narrates it and you know you watch it going what weird psychosexual dynamic did jen and heather actually have that they're like we just woke up and had a black eye and so like oh, just and people have pulled up additional footage from that trip where like heather is playing with the black eye a lot in terms of like, Oh, like should we say like what really happened? Cause yeah. like they don't want to hear what yeah. really happened and or like everyone's going to shut up real quick. And let's not forget. She went on a whole other show, ultimate girls trip three. Oh and it was God. a part of the storyline yeah. as well. Machiavellian. Just kidding. <laughs> I did. I know it's a little bit further back in the episode. I did love, you know, cause Angie K is sort of, iconic and a flop all at once when she said when she was like don't you dare you know discredit small shops and kind of did that rant and andy was like well done Shop well small. done he was like well done he, he's almost saying i'm glad you finally got something out here She's that so, made me laugh he, he even i think views are the same way sandra snowflake please <laughs> don't you dare pillar. discredit okay uh what how are you feeling about the future i believe the children are the future and I believe Monica's probably not, but oh, the yeah. things have gone. Uh, I could see a world where she's back for season six. We're doing five. I mean, up? we thought Mary was gone forever and she came yeah. coming back. I could see them later. Like apparently the variety piece this week said that they are back filming in February. Production yeah. begins in February. Like two weeks. I could see them maybe getting a few months in and maybe there's a Heather Monica sit down mm. at the end or Monica sits down with one of them and there's some kind of okay depending on how things are going maybe and also a if they are having a season of productions like this is bad and needs something or the women might actually go maybe we need to so my like here's like the vibe I got it felt like last season in the very beginning from what we've read online Mm -hmm. They were testing a bunch of women. Heather Strait. Heather Strait among them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Strait, and then it just kind of like landed on what it landed on. <laughs> and I, and like, and like Angie K was kind of like a last resort, right? Maybe. Did it yeah. feel like that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So, and then I think we as viewers went into this season as like the, like the lowest expectations possible. Because the re like last season was bad. Was bad. The reunion even worse. So like I just like all right. Well, what do you guys got? Yeah, they surprised us all, and now they've had this iconic finale and huge iconic rated. season. I know, but what I mean is yeah. the finale and the reunion shot it into the pop culture zeitgeist yeah. in a way. Mm -hmm. So they kind of has never been not in a way dissimilar to what happened with Pump Rules. 
Yeah. And I think we're going to see next week even with Pump Rose will like what's the vibe going to be when suddenly all eyes mm. are on something that where the lack of expectation really helped it. I don't yeah. know. That's why I like a sleepy show like OC. <laughs> yeah, no or expectations. Even, or even something like Miami, which is just consistently great. And if yeah. you get it, you get it. And it doesn't need these kind of huge yeah. peaks and valleys of a viral moment. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm sure they have other women sniffing around that they yeah. have wanted to consider. And they're still... Like I Heather mean, Strait. Heather Strait. Well, I mean, I, I got to give Salt Lake some, some credit. A lot of these shows, when they have like, events, the rooms are like half empty. Salt Lake City... Yeah. The room's usually full, mm-hmm. and I'm sure full of women who want on ready. They're yeah. waiting on the bench. I want like some, like I kind of wish they filmed at Sundance, and like Lisa's mm. like got some other PR diva on her side, and then she's a character. The fact that we have not filmed Sundance is well, crazy. There was one season where they showed her doing Sundance. Parties, I think it was like it? Sundance, like flashbacks, or oh, maybe setting up. I remember party. there was yeah. a HBO party, and she was okay. like, "Move that there, take the tablecloth, we're ready." And like was, she did like three things. Was the Brooks Marks fashion show like Sundance adjacent? Maybe, maybe that was maybe. like Fashion yeah. Week in Salt Lake City, or yeah, something like that. We need to return to Sundance, though, but I'm like. I want Kristen Stewart well, walking by. They just by. missed it. I, know, they yeah. missed it yeah. I want Kristen Stewart walking by in the back room where Lisa Barlow shouts mm. at somebody. Like that's what I want. Yeah, that way we couldn't show her face. But anyway, uh, shall we cross the pond and go to Barcelona? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is this B- with, OBH? Sorry, I'm in Miami. The yes, Beverly sorry. Hills women. Yes. Okay. Dorit's plain pajamas. Chic. <laughs> no, we're not standing right now. She spent the last of her money on those. The last month, mu- while while Crystal's wearing ten dollar pajamas on the flight. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing as someone who just did a seven and a half hour flight mm. this week and was reminded of how hellish it is. I'm like, is that how you do it? You just buy ridiculous pajamas and did, just bop around. Did you have chic pajamas? I did not. I took mm. my shoes off at one point. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you can, you can. Like in the, only when I was sat in my seat, not when I was walking around the plane. I'm not an animal. Yeah, but mm. but not like your my bare, feet don't smell or anything. Not your bare, not not bare foot. No, I said you know, my socks. You got a sensible sock on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I wear, I've been wearing like Crocs on the plane, which your socks are already like partially <laughs> visible. Yeah, exactly. So I slip out. Yeah, is that super comfortable? Yeah, love mm. that. That's kind of the point, and it's easy like going through security. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, no, I only wear sneakers for that reason. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not getting me. You're not getting me today. Merce Cunningham. This I found so fascinating because we watched a few minutes of BH this evening because I had just a scene I yeah. missed. And I have had this thing with Sutton all season where some of her confessional looks really remind me of Madonna. Mm-hmm. And Madonna was very, one of Madonna's early influences was this dance teacher called Christopher Flynn. Okay. Now, he wasn't like a famous choreographer, but then Madonna would have worked with a lot of people like Martha Graham, etc. Okay. And so it was really weird watching this scene because I was like, another weird way Sutton mirrors Madonna, her dance days, her like mm. connection with a well-known dance teacher. I was like, could Sutton play Madonna in a movie is what I'm wondering. Yeah. Of course. She yeah. was one of the girls. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Move over, what's her name? <laughs> oh, Julia Garner. Julia Garner. Girl, yeah. I almost said Julian Huff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- to me, like this is... Example number like two hundred fifty three as to why Sutton is such a good housewife. Like she's That's got. What I was thinking too. It's so such many a rich little story. things in her bag. Yeah, it's so much more interesting than what you usually get on Beverly Hills in particular. It just feels like a. Yeah. She has a whole other life and a history, and it's kind of like culturally interesting in a way that yeah. some of these 
hooks for a trip are usually like so. Mm. Oh, we're gonna go like like I'm here to spread Mercer's ashes. Like nothing she does surprises me because she could be anyone. <laughs> she could be anyone. She could do anything. She's Madame X. I'm telling you, Madonna and Sutton are aligned. And and when she's saying. When she's saying, let's play a game on the Sprinter, you're like, oh, not muddle. I did love, I Another mean, Erica going, no. <laughs> but when it when the game is all of Sutton, all, no, all of a Sutton, That's and one very, of the most iconic games we play in a minute. That's very Watch What Happens Live coded of her. I mean, what a hostess. Do you she think was. Avi wrote this for her? I mean, I'm sure like she, she wants to the host team. Yeah. Watch What Happens Live. I mean, but she goes to trivia, so she, she was, knows. She loves trivia. She knows how to host or play a game. Yeah, I mean, she probably got the person who runs trivia at High Tops to do this for her. <laughs> and and like the fact that Erica won is actually not surprising because I feel like Erica does pay attention to like what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. I think that was when she was less liable to pop like I feel like the Eric we have now is much more com- not this season maybe but she's more combustible the last couple seasons mm. but her thing I felt combustible. like <laughs> it was that she was someone who took every little detail in mm. so then when she did go to she's ready strike she had all the all the facts at, at yeah. play so I think she's someone who watches like a hall very Girardian the stand yeah. is jumping out well, <laughs> the stand, didn't she used stand, to say the stand's back he's back, <laughs> no. he's back thank he's god back. No. but like she used to say welcome back Stan <laughs> but like she used to say oh I learned that from Tom right like that was something she picked oh, up yes. they're like how many times did you read her memoir <laughs> just, well let's not laugh because I can see it on the shelf <laughs> in my eyeline right not now not my home That's, this isn't my home yeah, I know but I mean <laughs> not my book <laughs> now you, you like putting your own husband on blast wow oh yeah wow bethany wow okay so we get to the house yes uh, the house is beautiful we're haunted though good th- the english one be like the house is haunted but that's okay <laughs> just like, uh, okay is your home haunted not that i know of mm. mine's kind of my the building i'm in was built in like the 90s so i don't think i don't know if you get so you haunted have like a chic 90s i ghost. don't think i have like a 90s rave or gen x ghost somehow you could you have a gen x that'd ghost. be kind of cool <laughs> Uh, and send in the clowns. When I say mean the clowns, I mean the clown car of 25 glam members. Even before they leave and, and Garcelle's like, oh, I can't really believe I'm doing this. And her system's like, I can't either. I'm like, then why do it? Is Kyle the only one who doesn't have glam? And she's the richest one. So Kyle... Sutton, does Sutton have glam? Yeah, Sutton has glam. Because she told Avi, oh... You're not coming, but the other girls. Oh are yeah. Coming. Oh yeah. Somebody. Oh yeah. She borrowed does someone Crystal from the Madame X tour. Does Crystal have glam? Um, <laughs> Madame X is a glam. I don't sport. know. And Anna Marie. Anna Marie. I don't, I don't think, think she had does. glam. Okay. And then Dorit has glam, and Dorit I'm like, glam. how? Mm. But to be fair, she's had that kind of I'm bringing glam with me thing for a while. Uh, no, but I mean, like, from what I've heard. I mean, Dorit, oh, I, I mean, Dorit uh, hasn't oh. been serving like see, she once see? she did. Right? Serving C-suite. She hasn't been serving C-suite. <laughs> like, Executive realness. Like, remember remember the Italy trip when it was like... Oh, that's what her best serving The highest C yeah. that, that we've ever one seen. That's because she was in her hometown. Her. Yeah. That's what always, like, oh, well, that was Dorit serving C. Yeah, yeah. But we've got a problem with Dorit now. Yeah. A lot of problems. Many problems. Okay. Uh, so, but like, we're, we're like, we're sending in glam to like hang out in the backyard. Well, that's it. The house is nice, but it's not, 
glam necessarily. They're not, they're, like, I just think when they're in the same, and they have this problem in their COVID season, they've been in mm. each other's homes and getting so dressed up, and then it's a whole extended scene of, oh my God, you look amazing. Oh. Yeah. It's like, they're at home. Yeah. And, like, not only at home, it's 11 p.m. Mm. when they go to cocktail hour. But we're, I guess we're just in Europe. I know, but nine still, hours? Like, it's like, I'd say they're all zonked, and that's probably yeah. why they make them drink and stuff because they're like, "Ooh, they're mm. gonna be a little bit looser." They're now. doing clown car glam for sitting for two hours. Yeah, clown car as well for Dorit being visibly scared by a camera operator, well. thinking it was a ghost, <laughs> and the producer would be like, "Sorry, <laughs> like, come on." I will say the house is very nice, but it is like tight, windy hallways. Every day is a winding road. Yeah. Thank you, Shania Twain. Uh, Cheryl Crow? Cheryl Crow. Crow. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, uh, it's a Okay, Anna Marie. Exposing Crystal. Oh. While wearing a Tynan Sinks necklace. Uh, oh, yes. While wearing <laughs> a <laughs> Smell You Later Tynan Buck pink bow, bow. necklace. Look it up. He's going to post a screenshot of that and then like put, <laughs> put the, his bow. little emoji bow over the bow. Over now, my like voice, like, uh, <laughs> treble. But now the bow is, is bang on trend. So he, he mm. knew, he knew something. The, the bow's on trend. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, okay. Crystal probably's at it. <laughs> like, come on. Right. Well, I mean, we have the receipts of her saying something to the effect oh, of yeah. her confessional on camera. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, to me, okay, my galaxy brain conspiracy theory mm. is Anna Marie is a student of this show. Student of the arts. So she, she saw, saw that? that confessional mm. and decided to bring it forth. Oh. I just don't know if Crystal would sit with like this new woman no. and like talk that much okay. shit. Okay. That's so, what I think. And I also, I don't know, you say what you're going to say, sorry. Oh, okay. So my theory is when she talked to her, it was more as like, uh, a fellow like, person out at a party talking about me being on this show and like my experience, not as like, oh, I'm saying this to you and you're going to be on the show here with me and you're going to expose mm-hmm. me. Like, I think that she's like saying it to like someone sh- that she did not think was going to necessarily be on the show. I would think I would not suspect her to do that to a stranger. I would more expect her to do it to somebody who's coming on the show uh, to be like, let me give you a little coaching and not a complete stranger. So, so, so I'm thinking like she's at a party of like peers and socialites and like this like higher echelon, which is making me remember like <laughs> Heather Gay being like, if it wasn't for people like you, we'd have like a higher caliber <laughs> caliber. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. like, so you don't think I should be here? Wow. That really, sorry, to, not to go back, back, but like yeah. the way Monica is like, blah, blah, blah. Wow. It's like, are we on Twitter? Like, why are you beefing in this really immature way? Uh, but also like Heather, like you own like a Botox place in a strip mall. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if you were on the reunion saying that. That would have been iconic. If Monica said, it's in a strip mall, I would have been like, okay. Brandon should you like you mean they write, you should coach you mean they write the reads on Drag Race for the reading challenge mm-hmm. like if you're going on you get someone to write you their your reads mm-hmm. you could have done that for Monica. you should have coached Monica I should have Connor what were you gonna say about Anna Marie oh, yeah, and Crystal Anna Marie. like to me this idea that the interview chair thing is some kind of smoking gun doesn't really land because I'm like it's one comment three seasons ago and it doesn't like if they had th- uh, multiple examples of her being like snobby about that I would go okay but it's like she said it once in the interview chair and it kind of offhand way and then I 
I just don't think that she sat down. Uh, Dan is signaling that he's Team Anna Marie here. No, no, I'm not Team yes. Anna Marie. But I think, <laughs> I but I think like calling someone unintelligent is not like an like. I don't think I like say people are unintelligent like. Yeah, in I just everyday don't see Crystal sitting down with this person and be like all these bitches are like uneducated and stupid. Blah, 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 blah. And then they try to use the interview thing as some kind of correlation. And to me, it just I, doesn't mm. doesn't track for right. me at all. Yeah. I like Crystal. I'm not like oh, no, super I, team Crystal. So it's not coming from a stand place. It's more like, I just don't think she would do that. I think she might be like, they're kind of annoying or they got my nerves or I can't relate to them or yeah. I'm so much younger than them. I could hear her saying those things, but to be like, they're not educated just felt I, very. I actually like, like not, this is going to sound Stan and Marie, but like, I don't think she's, she's giving her something to talk about, but like, I am glad that she's being activated and like, I'm, I more agree with what Crystal is saying. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm excited for Crystal to have like something, something to, to do. do. I don't like, I just, and even I don't like when someone says I'm making you relevant. Cause I'm like, if you weren't here, Crystal would naturally have some other thing with someone in the group. Cause that's just how the show works. It's mm. that weird thing of like, if I wasn't here, the show would be a flop. And it's like, that's not how it works. Like, yeah, I mean, you're the one like Anna Marie, you're the one like fighting for your life right now. Yeah. Like. You're the one who hasn't landed a single read. The plane has not landed <laughs> once when you've been flying it. So I don't know why mm. you think you've made someone relevant. It's just like, I did love the thing about, you know, my kindness or weakness. And Chris would be like, when have you been yeah. kind? Yeah. Crystal got some good ones in there. True. Sometimes when Anna Marie like moves and talks, it is Ben Simonian. Like there is mm. a little bit of Kelly Ben Simone in there. Yeah. The way she touches her hair. Like the, like <laughs> she's in her own, she really is in her own little world. Mm-hmm. Even like during the conversation at the gala, well, maybe two episodes ago now, her being like, you know, I'm a critical thinker. I'm like, to me now, when someone says that, it's like such a red flag. I think critically, I'm like, oh, it's just, it's like saying you're an empath. It's it's like giving Joe Rogan's my most played podcast energy. It's like I bet you are. Like, I'm a critical thinker. <laughs> um, well, while we're on this little conversation, oh. we have to bring up Child Bride. Oh, Dorit, Dorit is... with the fucking microaggressions. Dorit's like burying herself. Like this what year. the fuck? You're dumb. And it's yeah. a little bit. You know, it's funny because at the start of the season, the way she kind of called out Erica in the confessionals was actually kind of a little bit iconic and kind mm. of a good moment. And you thought, oh, she's using these confessionals to like raise up her game on the show. But now it's becoming this thing of you're not bringing any of this in the room. And then you do these interviews and you throw all these jobs. It's like. Where is this energy? Yeah. She would never say that to her face. If she said it at at that dinner, listen, child bride, it would be horrible. But you go, okay, well, you've said it to her fucking face. Mm -hmm. To sit there and be like, "Mm -hmm." like, it's really. So I don't watch the after show, but Alex usually does. I I dip in and out. I mean, I watched that hilarious one where they were sat together and Chris was kind of defending Derese. And like at one point said, I'm trying to defend you here. Let me finish around the stuff with Garcelle. Oh, and when Dorit was like, oh, I actually really like Sutton. And then Crystal like looked off and like made eye contact with the camera. (laughs) I'm curious, like, did they film the show for this one together? Because how would that go? They would, because they usually film all of the same time. But I think they only show them, I don't think they show them full episodes. I think they only show them clips. Because it's all pre-filmed. Yeah. Oh. that just like it's icky and it's like again it's hard to know a degree does she know the kind of weird racist bullshit she's tapping into or just, does she do it without realizing but either way it's like well, i also think like it's icky just like 
think about PK and the way he talks to people. Like they are a married couple. Like PK, the way PK was talking to the people planning the gala, like an episode or two ago, it's icky and bad. And so that's maybe just how that household is. And even her being like, I love, he says things I can't say. And I'm like, God, like I can only imagine the shit you come out with. Yeah. I just, yeah. And it has been funny too. Like it's because I know you guys have touched on this quite a bit. Like, they have cut so much of Crystal's stuff out up until the last few episodes. I'm sure to make it look like, make this Anna Marie stuff seem like a bigger breakthrough for her. But like, they've kind of they've kind of done her a little bit dirty. I feel like they cut all their scenes where she probably mm-hmm. did have more of a voice. Then made us wait for this moment, and now it's like there's all these jobs being thrown. I find the way they treat her on the show a bit strange. I also think I agree with you, and I now understand a lot more why she gravitates towards Sutton, even though they probably had the most, like... Hard, bad start. Bad yeah. start. It feels like Sutton actually, like, treats her with respect, whereas the rest of these women are like, oh, this dumb millennial is I here I was going to say, like, ever since that reunion where... She brought up the Michael Jackson thing, and Andy Cohen's like, oh, "Was that problematic?" Ah. I'm like, "You have HBO, right? Like, you could scroll through the list of documentaries and and do a little catching." I up mean, there. you had every station in the U.S. when the trials were going on. Like, please, it's just they—they've always given her a strange edit, and I kind of get the vibe with Anna Marie that she's there to like take down the like woke millennial and I'm like this is such a it just feel it's just odd it, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm like let her fight her own battles on a fair playing ground instead yeah. of these weird jobs and making her out to be because it's clear that she isn't an oversensitive crybaby she clearly is quite steely and strong but in this group they do like that thing that they kind of half showed in flashback this group wants me to <laughs> shout or whatever yeah. they want her in a certain position it's really strange yeah it's, like it's so bizarre yeah Team Crystal, I guess. I am so obsessed with the scene of Erica reading the email (laughs) from the lawyer. When she and then she's like, "And Crystal, I want you to hear this. This will be interesting for you, Crystal. You Uh, want to hear this when she reads this about a a higher court ruling, like we're like sending back the decision." to the lower courts to like uh, get for a finding of proof that the money, the client money was used on the earrings. And like, she wants like a round of applause. She wants like Lisa Renner to be like, everyone get on the table right now (laughs) and dance. Get up and dance or Erica's earrings. Uh, She wants a banner that says rah, rah. rah, You did it. They're all kind of, first of all, they're all dumbfounded. And then they go, what does that mean? Uh, (laughs) They're like, okay. Like, I think the thing is they're all sick of hearing about this anyway. So for her to expect a parade is bizarre. So dumb on her part. Cause like she's had actually like, an okay season. A good season. Yeah. Why are we like diving back into Even this? Even her in the interview chair then going, I thought they'd have more to say for me. Oh, therapy, therapy, therapy. Like trying to kind of, I'm like, you were doing okay here. Yeah. You were kind of winning us over a little bit. Okay, so as a viewer, not even as a person here in the group who are being silent, it's like, okay, they didn't prove that the money was used to buy the earrings. It's like, okay, Millions came into your home. These millions were spent on the home upkeep. These millions were spent on the private plane. The pop career. Okay, so 
the client money was spent for this, which freed up money for you to go spend $750,000 on earrings. Like mm-hmm. to me, it's like, this isn't the, like the serve you think it is like, right. like money came into your home that paid for this lifestyle. The fact that like you, you're like, Oh, well you can't prove that the money was used for the earrings. It's like, that's besides the point you dummy. Like I was so pissed off about that. And even the flashbacks to, to 2022 and Garcelle trying to be like, why not do this? Just to, you know, kind yeah. of clear a name. Let me do that. Yeah. And rem- re- being remembered, being remembered, being reminded of how the wasted yeah. and just horrible she was for so much of that yeah. season. And I'm sure she's like, that oh, was a lot of medication, but I'm like, I, there's something so oh, yeah. dark sided about it all still, even when you've kind of not forgiven her, but like kind of gone fine. She's on the show. Yeah, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, we ended with Crystal getting car sick or like some, reaction to the elevation but we'll pick up with that next week it looks like yeah on their way to church i did have to laugh at kyle being like wow and to think last night anna marie and chris were at odds and now she really needs her i'm like why is she about to administer like she said now she's at anna marie's mercy and i'm like all anna marie goes is oh your veins are kind of bulging she doesn't even kind of go okay lie back i want to check your pulse anyway like there could be something go hey i want to check something she's kind of like going oh you don't seem very well but like that was so weird like the way the way that kyle's gonna say it is like what's anna marie gonna do like like cross her arms and just like (laughs) (laughs) i was like i was like crystal's like She like cackles as Christian like yeah, yeah, yeah. quivers and this feels has like some kind of a moment. Okay, let's <laughs> let's hop on down to Mexico City. Wow, with the girls of Miami. Mexico was fire. It was on fire. <laughs> okay, uh, I had a lot of fun with Alexia and Larsa just screaming at each other. Son, <laughs> Larsa, my Larsa. <laughs> the way Larsa will be like. Oh, anyway, you don't support me. She just out of nowhere becomes this like kind of nightmare. It's bizarre. Mm, I know. Mary saw laying down on the couch and like <laughs> Adriana fanning her and, and then Julia and, helping like, her. Kissing her forehead. Her <laughs> <laughs> two worst enemies. She was like, almost her back to life. Mama Elsie and being like, it's just so hot. I know. It was she LCM. is she is really morphing into Mama her, mo- her mother's daughter. Like when she went back to her room herself and she was like fumbling around the bathroom mm. was very Elsian. Uh, Kiki rightfully annoyed with Larsa. Mm-hmm. She's having a very good confessional episode. I felt like yeah, Kiki was great in the confessional. Uh, also, a little um, she's a little confused. Whomst Kiki about can't figure out what a gay man is mm, <laughs> for the that life of her. Made me howl. <laughs> well, like when in doubt, if there's a man in our orbit, he's gay. On high as wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, those shorts on those dancers. Mm. I No, I have to laugh. They go to a dance rehearsal with Adriana and they are confronted with the gayest of gay male backup dancers. And Kiki's like, I don't know. Could be. Could be. And she didn't even kind of go, any of you guys bisexual? She was like, they could be straight. She's I'm like, like, which one of you are single? <laughs> and they probably were like, oh, this nice woman wants to set us up with her gay friends. I didn't love Adriana being like, I'm a gay man in a woman's body. I was like, we That's don't. so 2012. Oh, I was like, this is where what? you may look very young, what but this throwback. is where you show your age to I, say us. I, what a throwback. It felt like I was watching season one or two. Mm. Yeah, that's something a housewife would have said in like 2010, for sure. I think she said it back then. Oh, I'm sure. Which I can't although, believe she's 56. That blows my mind. I gotta say, the one confessional where she has darker hair, 
Looks like it could have been a confessional from her original run. Is that the Here's one where the she's very That's her look. The blue dress. Yeah, the blue booby. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think like go back. Go back to the go dark back hair. All the way dark. Yeah. That outfit she wore last week in the recording studio had me on the floor. Uh, I was like, uh, what on the is floor this? like J Lo. She was channeling J Lo. <laughs> like, it was wild. And they were all like, oh, you really dressed the part. She's like, <laughs> you know, I'm in the studio. She was giving J Lo. Very. I mean, album. she is. She's. Unhinged but beautiful, and you know, isn't that what we all want to be? In I life? want to be unhinged and beautiful. <laughs> okay, I, I am sad that like Doctor Cole has to work this day and has well, to fly commercial. It feels like nobody wants to work anymore. It feels like nobody wants to work. Get up your ass and fly commercial. That was funny to me. Uh, we got Marisol like serving drinks out of a trunk of a car <laughs> good in front of a hotel she would, you know the thing in Australia where they drink out of a shoe like this oh yeah not she, for me Marisol would do that in is it piece. a used shoe well I, we've seen that on uh, Pump with Brock he taught us that oh whenever he's around I close my eyes mm-hmm. you just, you're just like <laughs> I am, soul leaves your body yeah, I'm kind of excited to see Brock with the short hair on TV because I think he looks really hot with the short hair. Oh. Oh, Sorry to say. Connor's bone. Connor has a bone. Connor boner. I would like to apologize to anyone listening. <laughs> okay. Uh, the bunny dinner hosted by Alexia. I love when she's like taking it so seriously. It's like art. Is it? And you know what was also interesting? Like, Adriana didn't really discuss it in terms of her background, but she is like an art dealer. Yeah, a gallerist or whatever. And like she was supporting it, but I'm I was surprised that she wasn't like tying it to her own background. I know we haven't seen the art jump out in a couple seasons since like the first season back. Back, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if is she still doing it or maybe I, not. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, yeah. the setting was so chaotic like the gay, the, guy, the gay guy's doing Ariana Grande Dangerous One cosplay. Yeah. The lights over these paintings. Because the paintings actually seemed kind of cool, but they yeah. presented them in such a weird setting. Yeah. And they are, the, I mean, the artist guy was gorgeous. Oh my God. This like beautiful, like. You should give him a kiss. Connor's a bone again. <laughs> give him a kiss? He's in Mexico. It's a little far Go. away. <laughs> we're in North America. Yeah. Hello. It's just a hop skip. That's true. Why don't, why don't I reinforce my point? Hop skip and a kiss. Hop skip and a kiss. <laughs> but like. It just, it was, it all felt, it was very housewivesy and how mm. surreal it all was. And that Alexia, yeah. as you say, being so like, can we all please take it super <laughs> seriously? Uh, I do love the Gertie before the dinner said, let's get it popping, which is kind yeah, of, yeah, let's a, get it popping, which is kind of a Larsa Pippen original that she has remixed for her <laughs> own ends. I mean, like the, the way that like Larsa takes like being called fake <laughs> so seriously. And it's like, Come on. Relax. <laughs> I just this is coming from the biggest Larsa fan in the world. I am the biggest Larsa fan. Larsa's brain should be studied in a lab. Mm. I don't think there is one. That's no. what I mean. No, I it's just actually too powerful. The- no, she was like on, she was actually on mental rest. Before Pre- going to the traders. traders. <laughs> she, she was she like was relaxing like, the brain. She's like psychologically, I, I sense something huge is coming from my brain and I'm checking out for my own good. Yeah, I need to <laughs> prepare for Scotland. She's been preparing for a decade. It's beautiful. <laughs> Speaking of preparing for Scotland, a place that the BBC does not want <laughs> the people of Ireland to know about. <laughs> Connor, you revealed to us that Traders 
not easy to watch. It's not easy to stream in Ireland. It's on yes. the BBC in the UK, mm. and you can watch that through like regular TV slash cable TV. Okay, but if you only stream your television, you can't. Like, it's really hard to. The BBC streaming service is not available to us. Yeah. So like, why all my, is that? I don't know. It's like mm. a, it's because we're not in the UK, but we're beside the UK. But I like, think I think got King Charles others. on the horn. But like, Graham Norton's a big face of BBC, right? Yeah, but some, and he's Irish. And some shows that air on British television will also be picked up by mm. Irish channels and they'd air at the same time. Yeah. But Traders doesn't. Now, I know people in Ireland who are watching it, like they're watching it, recording it or DVRing yeah. it or watching it live, but I don't watch telly that way. So, yeah. And the American one is only really on BBC iPlayer, which is their streaming thing. So, so, so the American one, you cannot watch then. Well, unless, for example, a VPN, a friend sent me a Google Drive, for example. Sure, sure, sure. sure. For example, like hypothetically speaking, but I can't just like pop it on my television. Well, that you have to like jump through hoops. Like the the UK one, you could watch on regular television if you had the setup. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just don't happen to like I stream everything. Wow. Wow. Makes, you, makes you feel sick. It, I'm just kind of, like, as particularly because the second season of US is so housewives it's just like, I'm like, it's wasted on some of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, you know, okay. UK and our own people. So now you watch part of the first episode and you're I, joining us for this episode I watched of just aired. Episode one of season two last night. It was on Bravo. So yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get an idea of the format. And what do you feel in? At first, I was really confused because it's like so. There's so much. Obviously, I'm joining on episode four. That doesn't help. But like, yeah, it is kind of a confusing format. But the round table where they all decide is like really gripping. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: the actual game doesn't really make a ton of sense. Like, there's not like they're yeah. all just kind of like accusing each other based off of nothing. Yeah, I mean, this episode, I felt like we we had something to go on. Yeah, but there's no, like, other games like this have, like, actual clues that are provided by the game. Like, that show about the um, relatives of celebrities Mm, that I watched. You always bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They had actual clues to go off of. This has nothing but vibes. We, But that's, yeah, I was going to say nothing but vibes. Nothing but vibes. We start with losing Tamara, which is probably one of the... Your best ways into this. I know. And actually, obviously, at the top, we realize we learn she's not there. And I'm laughing because I we were watching that roundtable. I'm like, I would have loved to see Tamara on this part of the show. So she was not that great for when she was around. Really? The first episode, she was not in because she was sick. I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was in like three more, three or I don't even know what episode we're on now. We're on five. This is five. So she was on like three more episodes and like not like Larsa was outperforming Tamara. Which is fine because I think if Tamara gets like a little too big for her britches, she mm-hmm. becomes a little grating and annoying and performative. Um, so the fact that she's like not the star of Traders is good. Yeah, and but she she's the a- star of like Tamara Talks Traders or whatever on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. got a podcast out of it. She podcasts out of it. She's doing well. Yeah. I wonder if she was able to do that because she was like relatively early out. Probably, yeah. yeah. And even though, like you said, she was sick for the first week. She knows them all, but she's not going to give away any state secrets about the show. Yeah, because she only started the podcast last week, I think. And maybe, right? they, yeah. maybe they only in the last couple of weeks were like, wait, we should do a podcast. Maybe mm. it wasn't planned. Yeah, I mean, that, that came out. And now I think on Peacock, there's like an after show as well. Yeah, they do that on the BBC for the UK one as well, like straight after. Yeah, so... 
normally the challenges I'm not that excited about. This one was fun. This one was fun because they came up, like, especially once the S.H.I.E.L.D. girls came up with a plan. Yeah, the S.H.I.E.L.D. girls coming up with a plan, but also just oh, like... Oh, it was Peter, who didn't have a S.H.I.E.L.D., who came up with a plan. Yeah, yeah, but that was after the actual challenge, which was just funny to watch because they all had to, like, make these bird sounds. <laughs> and we had, like, two two of the bimboist e bimbos of the show, Kevin and Sheree... Wandering the woods together. Could not, could not read a map, but they didn't... Did they solve... They got two. They solved more puzzles than Janelle did, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so they happen to stumble in the right direction, at least. Exactly. But like Bergie and Trishel, they were they were solving puzzles. Like they were right. solving, and then they also found the, the shield. shields, which like good for Bergie. CT was having a lot of fun. Yeah, he he was also <laughs> doing like the thing when he would run around. He'd have his arms up in the air yeah. waving, which looked like a cartoon character. It was like very Donkey Kong esque. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bergie struck me. I watched episode one mm-hmm. yesterday, so it's like kind of fresh. He came off really dorky and like he would be the, like, not the first out. I guess that's not how it works. Yeah. But like, like he wouldn't have any game at all. I think what happened is like Phaedra took him under her wing and like gave him some confidence. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say in the one we just watched, I was like, this is so different to the person in the first episode, whereas the rest of them, I'm like, oh, I got a sense of that from Ep one and you're, they, this all makes sense. But with him, I'm like, oh. I think like for Phaedra, like CT in the house is her husband and Bergie is her child. Mm, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> she yes. did call him, was it Bergalicious? Bergalicious. Yeah, she's been calling him that all season. <laughs> there, I mean, there's a lot of people who are left that I would have assumed to be like early outs. Like MJ, mm-hmm. Kevin, Bergalicious to an extent, like you said. I mean, Kevin's the one who really led the charge against Janelle. Well, yeah, this is also like, it's different than a show like Big Brother where it's like they get rid of like the easier people first. Yeah. It's like higher stakes. So you want to get out the bigger threats because you assume that they're traitors or you're guessing that they're traitors. Like nobody's going to guess that Burgalicious is a traitor like from the jump. Yeah. But then after something like this week, I feel like I, maybe this is jumping ahead. I feel like, Dom would pick him next week or something. Well, well if he does, he's trying to right now oh, and shield, he has yeah, the shield. There, so yeah. that, I mean, next week is like maybe the episode I've been maybe most excited in America for. another week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like instead of a VP ad, I just stay in the country. <laughs> I'm excited to watch it week to week, but like the, the cliffhanger of this week has me like, I want the no- another episode like now. biting my yeah. arm to like want to watch the next so season episode. one was all dropped at once. Wasn't it? It was all dropped at once, which, which was like miserable. Cause you needed to like watch Binge it all at once. All. So yeah. you don't get spoiled. And it was also half humans, half celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm fascinated that they filmed that in the UK one back to back. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I'm sure it saves money. They're, they're, they're also reusing challenges. Oh, so yeah. apparently like the chalice thing also happened in the UK. They kept the sets basically. Yeah. Oh, too. I was going to say, you could tell that they, whichever one was first, they left a lot of it. I'm sure they share a crew as well. They, they someone gave an interview, like essentially the traders, uh, like, uh, the plot of land is like traders, Disney world. Like everything is all set up and they're just kind of like moving them from one part to the next. I'm not, I think the circle, the Netflix slash channel four reality show was the same. They filmed UK, US, and I believe a Brazilian and maybe another one all in the same apartment block. Uh-huh. And they, the drag race is now doing the same thing. They filmed German drag race 
Drag Race Brazil and they filmed the forthcoming International All-Stars with Rue in Colombia. Oh. So there, I think it's becoming like, if you're going to do versions, just put them in one place and yeah. bang them out. Wow. Uh, so many Drag Race franchises. <laughs> oh. I just love the idea that like RuPaul is on the same set as like the cast of Drag Race Brazil. Like mm. how bizarre. Anyway, anyway, we're getting off the... Uh, I think that's it for Traders. I mean, we have to talk about Kate Chastain. Oh, I, I was uh, anti her coming in, but the package that they gave her made it worth it. And it's like, she's so unserious in a game of people <laughs> who are being so serious yeah. that it's like fun to watch. And they've all spent weeks probably, or days, whatever, or weeks of TV, I suppose, becoming obsessed with the world they're in and she's kind of coming in cold going okay so who's mad at who like i'm glad though that the vote did not come down to her because then mm-hmm. i think i would have been pissed at the results of this from a newbie and yeah. she was smart she was like the one thing i've seen about big brother is that you vote with the house yeah. and so she went with janelle when she saw it was obvious that the tides were going to turn i'm sad janelle's leaving yeah. I, I need to watch one episode of Janelle and I'm sad she's leaving. But I do think like if Dan gets knocked out next week, like Janelle can claim it. Yeah, of course. Like she was the one who set that emotion. I she, mean, yeah. as Berkey said, for Janelle. For, hashtag for, for Janelle. Janelle. Everyone tweet right now. Hashtag for Janelle. <laughs> I already have a tweet up. You can go retweet. Oh my God. I'm going to retweet it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's wrap it up. We have a freak of the week and the one true queen. Our freak of the week this week. Uh, this one was a Connor original. This is a Connor original. It is Barbie discourse. So come oh, on, Connor. Oh yes, I was like, trying to remember what I chose. Yeah, so obviously the Oscar nominations came out this week. Barbie mm. received eight nominations, including Best Picture, a nomination for Ryan Gosling as Best Supporting Actor, America Ferrer. And I think that was kind of one that surprised people. America Ferrer for Best Supporting Actress, adapted screenplay for Greta Gerwig, and obviously Greta produced and directed the film. So as there's a nomination there for. Best Picture and for Margot Robbie under that I, I don't think Greta is named. is named as producer. Because okay. I think that goes... Doesn't that go to executive producers Probably. or something? I yeah, don't know. Fair. So, you know, I, I checked, like, um, the Oscars website and, and Margot, and it's, like, Margot and, like, three men and not Greta. Oh, because it's her production company. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Eight Oscar nominations is a good yeah. showing. It wasn't the most nominated film, but it's, I think Poor Things got 11, didn't it? Poor I, Things I, I got, think Oppenheimer got the most. Oppenheimer. So this isn't Little Gold Man or whatever. <laughs> but which is to say that Barbie well, was Little Ghost Man <laughs> in the Beverly Hills, Barcelona. So it's not the house. most nominated film, but it still did very well. But mm. there was immediately this thing online of, oh my God, Margot Robbie was nominated, robbed. Oh my God, Greta Gerwig not nominated for Best Director. What's going on? Now, I do get that there has been a bit of a thing with the Academy where not enough women directors get the nod, Yeah, that there's a conversation where sometimes a film helmed by a woman will get a Best Picture nom and not a Director nom. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, fair enough. So that was kind of a conversation. Mm -hmm. I think the point has been made that Barbie was obviously hugely commercially successful. So when you're talking about the award season, films it's one of the handful that the broader audience has seen so they're going to have an opinion on it whether they're informed and like i haven't watched all the awards films not even all out at home so like i understand that like people are more Mm. aware of barbie but then you had this is actually what i found the most freakish hillary clinton aside (laughs) was how ryan gosling and america ferrer both had these statements out being like i'm so glad but what a shame margo and greta didn't get their own noms and even like 
I was seeing like Mark Ronson posting about the soundtrack songs that he worked on being nominated yeah. and other people involved going so glad for these noms and a shame about her snubs. And I'm like, a, you have eight noms and the film is a billion dollar box office mm-hmm. success that literally had pop culture in a chokehold all of last year. Mm. And B you're about, I mean, this is like the traders you're about to go and get this film in front of all these voters and say, please pick us in these, in these very big categories are you not going to rub all these voters the wrong way who've now seen this kind of aliming and eliminations? Like, I actually think it's going to scupper their chances at a win. Oh, well, I don't think... I think it, the Academy thing is, like, super political. I don't think they're going to like being I, called out publicly like I, that. Well, no, I mean, I don't... I think the only the only awards that they really have a good shot at are Billie Eilish for the song. I think, still think that's going to win. What? I still think Billie is going to win. I know, but I think so many other ones, they're not... Yeah. In in the running. I think the part of the discourse, I agree. I actually really don't know. Um, but part of the the part of the discourse that like got me, everyone was like complaining that Margot wasn't um nominated for best actress and they were like acting as if it was like a slight to women. And it was like <laughs> it's against other women. It's, the other people in the category are all women. So it's like I get it. Like I get the optics of it. Like yeah. when you first look at it, it is like there's an easy like surface level joke about like how these noms are like proving the point of the movie. But if you like go like a little deeper Just and like realize that like, Margot lost out to other women. Yeah. No, I think the di- I think the director thing is more relevant. But yeah. also, I mean, so few w- women directors. But also, get yeah. nominated. Greta Gerwig is a talented director, and she has been nominated in that category numerous times. And I'm sure, if she returns with a slightly more art house or less blockbuster film, I could see her being nominated again. But that's stupid. Like, I I think like you don't need to have an art house film to win. No, an of Oscar. course not. But I could see maybe. If you were splitting hairs, oh, we went one with directors who made more quote unquote serious films, whatever. I mean, like in one way, I like that Ryan got the nom because I do think really strong comedic performances deserve as much credit as serious ones. But mm-hmm. I think sure. that I found th- so the freakishness is the initial kind of the over mm. the craziness of the discourse of what they were robbed and people like Hillary Clinton weighing in, like okay, relax. Well, hashtag Hillary Barbie hashtag for Janelle. <laughs> then, but then also and I feel bad because we're kind of doing it now but like then there was the discourse of us all reaction to that and then it's like oh this is just that worm eating his tail mm. thing where us talking about it becomes as annoying so I'm, I don't know like maybe, maybe you're the freak maybe, you're maybe the freak. I'm a freak maybe we're, we're all freaks I'm no freak, I'm not claiming yeah. I liked Barbie so everyone it should have been in every category I it's one of the only movies I saw this year I wow. rewatched that's in the list proud of you Brendan yeah. I rewatched it on the plane I liked it I don't know I don't know oh you watched it on the plane you didn't buy a it. ticket no no oh well that's because oh. I DJed the premiere party so oh. I saw it I saw it early and then I rewatched on the plane Oh yeah. Okay, so the freak is Connor. Um, <laughs> who is the queen? So, oh, Connor can weigh in on this too. So, obviously, the celebration tour happened in New York City, the Madonna mm. concert. And one, we rarely give this person the queen. <laughs> yeah. But fair, one Jennifer Aiden really turned out a look. Arm in arm with the girls. Yeah, arm in arm with the rest of the huggers. Yeah. So, uh, so Jennifer, Fessler. Jen Fessler, Jackie Goldschneider, and Chief Hug, uh, Teresa Giudice. So tell us why this looks significant. So they mm. went to the Tuesday show because Luann was at the Monday show. 
and that, that's why they went they couldn't be seen yeah, i'm place. just laughing because there's a lot of housewives across the two well they days. know that you're like with dolores and maybe they're having problems with dolores <laughs> <for> now. <laughs> they know that i'm dolores adjacent um so jen aiden wore an outfit that was a not well it was a recreation of the outfit madonna wore on the blonde ambition tour when she performed holiday if you've seen the Mm. Uh, documentary Truth or Dare that performance is in that movie and she comes out and performs Holiday it's the bell bottoms and the yeah. like, polka, uh, polka dot. dot top and uh, and to another level of queendom her outfit was falling apart throughout the night oh really I didn't and she was like filming it falling apart <laughs> it's fast fashion okay um, but I just love that nod it's such a specific mm. look and I like that she went back to Blonde Ambition yeah and picked it like didn't do the she could have done the comb bra and she didn't and I love that she. Oh yeah, the cone is a little too. That would have like, been hilarious though. It's her too a little like on the nose. It's too, like oh, we saw it in Hocus Pocus. It's too like Night of a Thousand Madonna kimonos on Drag Race. Like enough. We got a nice little unique look. So I didn't realize Jen Aiden was a Madonna fan because mm. the other three are like just glammed up for a night out. Although was one of them kind of Madonna? Are they all? I think they're all giving. Um, they all tried. They're all like not everything needs to be so literal. <laughs> I also think it's like they think about it. That group is all part of like that perfect generation of mm, women. Who, the greatest generation. Yeah. Dan's generation. They grew up with Madonna. women who grew up with Madonna. Yeah. And yeah. also like women who can all stand together and hug. And serve C. And serve C. <laughs> Much like okay, Justin. Your, yes. Dan's one man mission to kind of like to bring this hugging thing further and further <laughs> is just again a choice from the C suite of executives. <laughs> Listen <laughs> for the season ahead. I can't wait for me and the C suite to decide to release the jersey trailer, but we'll have to like stay tuned for that. What the big question is? We've had Luann on Monday. These four on Tuesday. Who's gonna be there on the next show on Monday? Uh, who else is going to see Madonna? I think Sonia will be there. No. no, no. She'll be backstage. She'll, oh my God, what if they got Sonia on stage for the Vogue segment? And, and Sonia's going to be like, oh, yeah, remember when we partied on the yacht together? <laughs> Hello. I think it'll be like Psy. Mm, Psy. No, yeah. they went to Barclays. They, uh, oh, Jessel and very Aaron, Brooklyn. I think Psy were at Barclays. No, it was Jessel and Aaron. But Psy wasn't there. I don't um, think so, honey. I could see Psy going, okay, that's a good call. <laughs> wow. Okay. Connor. Yes. What a joy for you to join us. Thank you for having once me. Once again, back in the studio. A flight to be here. It's just like, <laughs> makes us feel special. <laughs> it's honestly, it's you, you guys and Madonna I fly for. Mm. Yeah. Um, She's here tonight. <laughs> where where can the girls find you? It's Connor Bean on Instagram. I mean, I'm on Twitter slash X. I just don't really no, use it yeah. as much as I used to. Yeah, yeah. Remember you're, the you're good old Instagram days girl. of the Platinum Jones? I know. Oh, my I God. changed Bring back Ms. Jones. I changed it to apply for a job, and I kind of regret it now. <laughs> um, obviously, it's in deep, deep, deep hibernation, but mm. you could go back and listen to Housewives and Me if you want. There's Open 80, the archives. There's 85 episodes there, so why not? Come on. And two of them are Come Through Queen. Oh, yeah. Sandwich three because you had an individual one oh, yeah. and then a, a group one. Oh, so three. And we were sandwiched around um, Samantha Mumbo Samantha was Mumbo. our meat. Wow. <laughs> so check that out. Uh, go to <laughs> comethroughqueen.com for links to everything, including links to a Patreon for like a super, super size yes. Connor's Guide to, New, to York. New York City, baby. <laughs> Patreon pre show. Uh, so check that out and just like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through.
queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.